0: Thanks very much, um, Millie. Um, I'm Jenny Tennyson. I'm Vice President and Chief Strategy Advisor at the ODI. And I'm going to talk about some uh, work that we did on monitoring equality in digital public services. This was work that we completed um, at the start of 2020. It was funded by the Legal Education Foundation and and Natalie, who is on the call today, um, and led by Renata Sampson and uh, Adaphe Onaheim, who actually did the work. So I'm reporting on, on their work. Um, so the, the thing that we were looking at is that as more public services become digital, um, and we've seen that really accelerated over the past year, um, the, the providers of those public services still need to satisfy the public sector their public sector equality duty so make sure that there isn't discrimination in the public services that they provide and of course um there are multiple kind of sources where there could be discrimination um in in digital public services to, from digital exclusion just accessibility of websites um the accuracy of of tech so particularly voice and facial recognition um things like algorithmic bias that we, that we know are problematic. So all of those different um, uh, ways in which there can be um, uh, discrimination. But how do we know whether a particular digital public service is discriminating? Um, of course, in order to understand that and assess it, you need to collect data about the protected characteristics that you need to be monitoring equality around um, and ask questions like who is actually accessing the service? What kind of experience uh, do they have with it? Is that is there any um, differences there? What kind of outcomes are there from the, uh, from the engagement with the service as well? Um, and it's interesting at the at the height of the kind of black lives matter uh um uh, stuff in in twenty twenty there were a bunch of claims that you couldn't collect that kind of information in particular around race because of gdpr when in fact that is isn't the case as long as you have a clear purpose um informed consent um and you separate out the data that you're collecting about. Uh, about people in order to assess the qualities of the service from what you're collecting about them in order to deliver the service, then it's fine. Right. And we should be doing it in order to to understand better um, how the services are working. Um, so we had three recommendations out of out of that work the first was simply that services should be collecting that kind of data and we also think it's important you know that that data collection is actually used to inform redesign of services and is made public as much as that's uh, as that's possible to do in particular statistics about the use of those services we think are important um the second set of recommendations was to develop some standards around it. So um, that can be about form components, what questions actually get asked when you're monitoring those uh, protected characteristics and um, uh, around service uh, um, delivery, um, what kind of publication formats might be used in order to publish data about uh, who is using the service, and also standards about how to embed like the actual collection of that data into the uh, into the sequence of the service that you're providing, you know, do you do it up front? Do you do it at the end? Um, how how do you make that work? How do you manage consent for the for the collection of that information? And then the third recommendation was that we really just need more research around this area, um, and in particular, um, really recognise that there are limits about the uh, about protect about focusing on protected characteristics when there are other things that can cause issues or or cause discrimination and other areas of disadvantage and privilege that could be uh, and maybe should be captured. So more research about what is useful or how to decide which things to be collecting for a given particular service. Um, We also recommended that there was more focus on the impact of monitoring on users because of course being asked those questions may in itself put people off from using the the public service or diminish trust in, in in why it's being uh, collected and therefore in government and so on so we need to have a better understanding about what that impact looks like so that we can understand you know is it is it worthwhile to do compared to that that impact um, and along the same kind of lines, we're also interested in um, if there is uh, distrust about how that data might be misused or reused, um, do people actually lie or give misleading information when you ask those kinds of questions? Um, so not just not respond, but also actively um, give wrong, uh, wrong information. So I think we have to be, we have to recognise that data collection in and of itself is a uh affects people's behaviour. It's it's not just um it's not a neutral activity. Um and so we need to have more understanding about how that impacts people's behaviour. Um, so that's it, that's what that's what we uh that's what we did and I welcome discussion around any of this.